0: The Enthusiast Life brought to you by GamerGoo. My name is Mark Turkat. I'm so glad each and every one of you have decided to make me a part of your day. Well, my friends, it is Tuesday, March 30th, 2021, and hopefully your day is off to a good start so far. Hey, it's bright and early here in the Carolinas, and uh, yeah, who knows what the day is going to bring. But I will tell you, I do know one thing it is going to bring. It's going to bring in some more League of Legends Wild Rift games, but we're going to talk about that here in a little bit. But as usual, a little bit of housekeeping here. Don't forget you can follow me on Twitter at Marturk, M-A-R-K-T-U-R-C. And of course, you can email the show at TheEnthusedLife at gmail.com. And don't forget, I've been reviewing the uh, episodes of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier every Friday. So if you're interested in those reviews, go check those out. Just as always, spoiler alerts. And of course, if you're a um, listener of the show, you know I'm doing those on Fridays, on Falcon Friday. So go check those episodes out. Well, let's jump in here today, guys, because we do have some good things to talk about just besides League of Legends. But I do want to start it off with this League of Legends Wild Rift. Now, I mentioned yesterday that the game is out now. It's on Android and it's even on iOS as well. Now, if you're not familiar with League of Legends Wild Rift, it is, of course... A League of Legends game on mobile uh, but it is gonna be coming to consoles as well uh, it is a MOBA so you know I know some people out there you know either haven't played MOBAs or you know maybe don't like the series or just have no clue what a MOBA is so brief little description it is a five-on-five multiplayer game uh, with essentially three lanes and the idea is there's these little just kind of NPC minions that are consistently marching towards the center and if you never touch them they're gonna start in the center or meet in the center, kill each other because they're both coming from the corners. Think of like a a square, basically, but coming from a diagonal line between in the middle. And there's also lanes that kind of run up the sides that meet on the corners. But the idea is the five players push, you you walk down one of these lanes and kill the other team's minions to push your minions closer closer and closer and closer to the base on the other side. Now these games essentially, and I've always described it this way, as almost like multiplayer chess because each character you play as has their own little abilities and it all boils down to strategy and working together as a team. And um, I say chess because you don't always just want to rush down the lane because if you die, it actually hurts your team because then you're out of the game for, you know, 10 seconds, 12 seconds, 15 seconds, the more you die, the longer the game goes on, you're going to be out of the game longer, which gives the other team just that little bit of time advantage to push their lanes further closer. Now you also are leveling up your character as you play. And so you're getting stronger. And the idea is you want to get stronger faster and unlock abilities and get you know, your, your stronger abilities faster than the other team, So then you can wipe them out and do more damage. And again, push your, your little minions down the lane. And ultimately you want to end up in the corner of that square where there's a base and destroy that base. Very simplified uh, MOBA description there. It's much more intense, much more tactical than that. But for people that don't understand brief little description. Well, obviously if you played video games, Uh, or been on Twitch or anything like that. League of Legends is probably a game that's crossed your path. Maybe you haven't played it, but you've at least seen that name um, for multiple reasons. Number one, like I said, on Twitch being like the number one game on Twitch constantly or in the top five always, partly because of the overseas community that is just, I mean, this is their sport. This is like the esport right now is the MOBA genre, and League of Legends is like cream of the crop. I mean, Dota 2 is close, but League is everything. League's been out now for over 10 years and um, it is just the number one MOBA that everybody plays. Um, and, uh, you know, so for them to take that game and, and genre and bring it over to the mobile phone um, just made sense. To, to a mobile version just makes sense for for Riot Games, the, the people that make it to go ahead and do it. They actually um, aren't the first. There have been other games and I remember talking about it here on the show a couple years ago. The, the game Arena of Valor, um, which was is huge also over in... Uh, Asia and that because it was really kind of like the first MOBA to prove you could play a MOBA on the phone. And I mean, they had eSports events with huge prize pools and everything built around that game. They even ported it to the Switch. And uh, I loved the Switch version. The Switch version is a lot of fun. Um, But now that you have Riot basically saying, okay, we're going to get in on the game. We're going to kind of bring our massive juggernaut of League of Legends to the mobile space you know, it's kind of like, okay, this is going to become the game. And I got to say, I played, I played kind of the, the initial tutorial. I think I played two co-op matches and played two PVP matches yesterday. And um they did it. I mean, as much as I loved Arena of Valor, this plays just like that. But again, it's league. So the community is instantly there with this game, if not more some or more so than there was with Arena of Valor. Um, You have people who are fans of League jumping in this. You have people who've never played a MOBA before jumping in this. You have people like myself who've kind of dabbled in MOBAs throughout the years jumping onto this. I mean, even, you know, you always hear us bring up Paragon here on the show. Paragon was a MOBA. Like, it was a 5v5 MOBA. It was exactly this, just this is isometric, you know, kind of over the top. Um, If you're into Paragon, check this out. Like, it plays fantastic. And this is going to sound crazy, but, you know, Paragon I enjoyed – on PC and I had it on the PlayStation and I enjoyed it with a controller because I liked playing it as an action game um, but most MOBAs are just using mouse and keyboard and I know that's kind of the way that a lot of people play but like are, are really the games kind of force you to play because that is you know the, the main control scheme but I like having direct control over my character that's why I liked Arena of on mobile and why I liked it on the Switch because having the left analog stick be the ability for me to move my character just feels much better than the way most games do it, where you're clicking on the screen. Like, Lee, you click where you want your character to go. So you're kind of clicking ahead of them, behind them, ahead of them, behind them, so they can kind of move up a little bit, walk back a little bit, move back a little bit, walk back a little bit. And it just, I, I know that creates a skill gap, which is great for the esports, but like for just a casual player like me, it, I i enjoy having that direct control over the character. So that's why when I played it on mobile, even though it's a on-screen analog stick, which... For a long time, I hated that on on any game. You know, whenever they would give you that, that is just kind of the norm now. And I've gotten kind of used to that with a lot of mobile games, and in Arena of Valor and now with League of Legends, it's great. Like it, they got it to the point where you can just kind of even just tilt your thumb just a little bit, and the character is moving in that opposite direction, or just just drifting a little bit to the left or the right if you're running down the lane. Plus, then having the abilities to the ability to tap it to cast some of the abilities or your auto attack. You can just hold your finger on it. Or, and this was the same way in Arena Valor, if it's an ability that can be aimed, you just hold your finger on it and immediately the reticule shows. And then it's almost creating an analog stick underneath the ability. You kind of guide it where you want it to go and then lift your finger and it pops it off. Um, it's great. It's it's fantastic. So I would say if you, if you like MOBAs, this is a great MOBA version or, or mobile version of a MOBA in general, but of course the biggest one in the world, or if you've never played one, this may be a great opportunity for you to just jump in and check it out. I mean, these games are great. Even if you don't play against five other people and just play five players against co-op, that, and it's, or I mean, you can just play yourself and nine AI people, but I, I would urge you to play like yourself and four other real people, just against a co, uh, you know, another team of just AI. Um, that in itself is just fun. You don't need to be competitive because it, it just the the beauty of the mobile versions of this and then of Arena Valor is they shorten the game. Like sometimes you can get into a league game or any MOBA game, and I mean you're looking at. 45, 50-minute matches, and like that's a commitment, right? I mean, that's when you you know you you hit that start button, you don't want to leave because if you leave, you get penalized. Like next time you log in, it'll say you left. You know you you can't matchmake for an hour or whatever it is, or they may eventually if you leave too much, they'll they'll kick you out. But with this and what they did with Arena of Valor is they they shortened it. Like the games are just faster, you level faster. The uh, uh, jungle camps, which are areas you can go where there's other kind of like AI AI enemies to fight in there and get you more XP, they spawn a lot quicker. Um, So you're getting your abilities faster. Everything is just a streamlined version and I actually prefer that. Um, That was one of the reasons I liked Uh, Heroes of the Storm that Blizzard put out, which is a MOBA, uh, basically Blizzard's MOBA that uses all the Blizzard characters, Um, but it does have some differences compared to your typical MOBA, but those matches are like 20 minutes max. Usually you're looking at, again, 12 to 15 minutes, and like that to me is the sweet spot for MOBA. Now, believe me, when I played Paragon, there were moments where I wanted that real long haul because that's where kind of that game of chess really comes in, those mind games of playing with that person who you're kind of one-on-one within your lane, you're kind of stuck in your lane a little bit as you're leveling for 10, 12, 13 minutes, that early game. Um, I do enjoy that sometimes. So I'm not saying that, but like, I also enjoy the more kind of brawly nature of these faster games. So like heroes, heroes of the storm, you're constantly just in team fights and, and brawling out there with other, with other players. And I like that. And this it's kind of the same way the early game is only five minutes maybe so by that point you're level six level seven maybe eight and then you're pushing out and kind of drifting a little bit between the lanes and you're starting to get into more team fights and it's just I don't know it's great like I really had a lot of fun I was actually playing on my Kindle which it's not available on Kindle but I of course have found the way to get the Google Play Store on there uh, which I'd done when I got the Kindle a year ago or whatever it is um, and was playing on that yesterday I haven't downloaded it yet on my phone I do want to do that um And, of course, my phone's going to be the smaller screen. Uh, But I had no problem when I played Arena of Valor, so I don't see this being an issue as well. Um, But uh, check it out if you're a MOBA fan. I think think you'd like it. And, hey, I mean, they've already said this game's already been out in, uh, like, Southeast Asia and Europe. Um, As of when it came out, it's already been downloaded. And this has nothing to do with the States. This was just over the last month or however long it's been out over there. It's been downloaded nearly 22 million times and reached over $29 million in user spending. Because the way the game works is... Um, you unlock heroes kind of by using like an in-game currency, which you can still do that. Um, but they sell you skins, which is typical to MOBAs. Um, and, uh, I think there's probably going to be a little, you know, battle pass or something they're going to throw in there as well. Um, so, I mean, people are already then committing, you know, to this game. Um, and I have, I have a feeling it's going to be the same here in the States, but check it out. I, uh, I think it's great. And, um, it's a fun little just mobile game, you know, to, to play kind of on the go, um, you know, I don't know how many people are really going to commit to it, but there's actually, I mean, I say that they're saying, I mean, they're, they're pushing wild rift as its whole own league of legends division in terms of esports. They're going to do tournaments. They're going to do all of that. And, uh, you know, I, I think there's going to actually be more people eventually playing this and uh, bringing on just all new fans. And now whether that converts people over to the PC, I don't know, uh, but I'll tell you when this thing comes to the consoles, man, I am all over that because, as much as I love the mobile on-screen controls and they they play well, nothing's going to be like that controller. And this game is going to be huge when it comes to the consoles. Uh, all right, let's move on here. I did finally get through that first episode of Invincible. And uh, all I can say for anybody that's I'm actually halfway through the second episode as well, uh, but anybody who's watched it, wow, just Wow. Oh my goodness, the ending of that first episode is banana town. Um, so if you started watching Invincible and were kind of sucked in but just like what is everybody talking about, make sure you make it through that first episode because then you'll know what everybody's thinking about and talking about and uh, then you can just take it from there and believe me, you'll be hitting play on that second episode almost immediately. I was on lunch yesterday and I had like 10 minutes left of the first episode and was just sitting there eating my lunch in my car and was just like, Wow. Wow. And like immediately, you know, switched over, started watching that second episode. It's crazy. Um, but loving it now. I mean, now I'm hooked. Like once you see that you're going to be hooked, like the show will suck you right in. Um, it is a, an adult show. We've, we've said that before and, uh, yeah, it, it continues to, uh, uh, be very adult, very adult there at the end. Um, but, uh, I like it. I, I think it's really great that, you know, again, the, the cast, I, what I keep doing on, uh, um, the show, as I'm watching it, I'm watching it on my Kindle on lunch. I keep, I love Amazon does this like any character, any actor that's on the screen, you can see who the actor is, and so in Invincible, I keep doing it, and I keep recognizing all these names that are in there, um, are actors that I know. It's just, it's crazy, like the amount of people that they got to be in the show, and I love that Amazon does that. Um, but uh, the, the show, they they dump three episodes. One episode coming out every Friday. I don't want to spoil anything because I want a lot of people to. You, you got to just watch the show. Um, but you know, long story short, it's a um, a world with superheroes, and it's about a boy uh, or, or a young boy, teenager named, and he ends up being named Invincible, of course. Um, that uh, his father's a superhero, and his powers he just comes into his own with his powers, and uh, that's kind of the first episode. And then uh, at the end, you kind of get the reveal of who I guess we think is going to maybe be the villain. And uh, it's pretty uh, it's pretty wild. So, um, yeah, just, just watch the show. Now, that did bring up a discussion in our Discord yesterday. And uh, this was uh, about the idea of dropping shows back to the weekly nature. Now, it was being blamed in the Discord by The Mandalorian. And you know what? The Mandalorian was kind of the show that redid that, right? When Disney Plus came out, they went back to the weekly schedule. Now, but I got to say, like... For me, and I've talked about it here on the show, I enjoy that. I love getting that full week of speculation. And, you know, I guess, you know, you can pick and choose. Like, for me, with Invincible, uh, I'm just going to watch the show at my leisure. I'm not, like, watching, like, once I catch up and and I'm kind of caught up every week, I'm not going to be running out and be like, oh, my God, let's let's pick the show apart. Like, for me, personally, because I'm such a big fan of Star Wars and the Marvel shows, like, doing the weekly drops is fine because it gives me time to like digest everything and bring in and just soak it all in and, and speculate and I like the you know the online discussion that it causes and it, because there's only one weekly drop it allows me and I know many other people to just feel like we're involved in the conversation you know like we're, we don't feel left out where a lot of times like a Netflix show will drop or you know they'll drop a whole season of the boys or whatever will come out and everybody watches it like that first day or two and then the online discussion happens and spoilers happen and I in no way have any chance to ever watch that show binge watch it that way like I we, I just don't have the, the opportunity to watch shows like that and so for me it's, it maybe it's more of a personal thing of why I don't like those big drops because then then I feel like I'm left out of the discussion like if I didn't watch all the episodes I can't be a part of that and I, I just I think it's fun for a community around a show to have the weekly drops to then have eight or nine weeks of, you know, that fun discussion online and all that. So that's kind of why I enjoy it that way. But I do get people who do like to binge watch it and have just become accustomed to that, you know, they like like, the, hey, we just, I'd like to binge them all, you know, on a Friday night or a whole weekend. I get that. And that's not the same. My wife and I haven't. I and mean, we thinking with the Haunting a Hill House and those those shows, I mean, we totally binged. I mean, we've been kind of binging through Vikings. We're still not done. I say binge. I mean, we've been doing this for, what, three months now, trying to get through Vikings. Um, but we're almost there. We're almost there. We're in the last season right now. Um, but, you know, we're only watching two, three episodes a week. So if, for whatever reason, they dumped all those episodes, there's no way we wouldn't have stood a chance. And we would have been completely behind. So that's why I like it. And maybe it's more for the Marvel and Star Wars shows that I really care about the weekly drops, you know, as much as I want to know what's going to happen next, again, I, I really enjoy that um, just discussion that kind of happens around around those uh, those shows. I think it's cool. And then, you know, hey, Invincible, I'm sure the Invincible community is enjoying it just as much as well. Now, I'm sure there are other people that are like, give us give us all of it. But hey, it's a comic. The Comics exists. Go read it because everything that I'm hearing, this is pretty true to the books. So um, go read the book, which, which now it has me intrigued, but I almost don't want to read the comics right now until the season's over because I want to... See how this plays out because it really has me interested uh, in what's going to happen. So, um, yeah, it's great. Go watch it. It's on Amazon Prime. It's, it's a great show. Um, great. Uh, nice little Star Wars show. A speak, or Star Wars nice uh, comic book superhero show. Speaking of Star Wars, uh, we did get the re- reveal of the Obi-Wan Kenobi cast. Um, kind of a, a bigger look at uh, some of the other cast members. And uh, this was over on StarWars.com. They did say that in April, the show is set to begin production officially. So it was always in pre-production. Every other time we've said anything about it in April, it is officially beginning production. Uh, They say the story takes place 10 years after the dramatic events of Star Wars Revenge of the Sith, where Kenobi faces greatest defeat, the downfall and corruption of his best friend and Jedi apprentice, Anakin Skywalker, turned evil Sith Lord Darth Vader. So uh, they did show Ewan McGregor, Hayden Christensen, uh, Joel Edgerton has been added to the list. Uh, who else? Bonnie Peace or Pisces, I think her name is. I I know I've seen her in something. I can't think of what I've seen her in. Uh, let's see. Uh, Kumaji Nanjiani. If you saw him, you would know who he is. I probably totally butchered his name, uh, but it's awesome to see he's in it. Uh, let's see. Indira Varma as well. I recognize her too. So the cast is looking very, very good. There's even... Um, you know a lot of speculation of maybe some other people that'll pop in there don't want to say anything you know cuz you know obviously um there's going to be i'm sure some surprises i i have a feeling every show on disney plus is going to have just a major surprise major reveal that we're not going to see coming um that's going to be there but i can't wait i can't wait to see what's going to come um with uh with uh kenobi actually i say bonnie Pisces. isn't she not what am i thinking isn't she the one that was uh uh luke's luke's aunt that that played her uh, in the um, in uh, the original original uh, Revenge of the Sith, that uh, he drops Luke off to Luke on uh, on Tatooine. That's who she is. That's why I recognize her. Uh, you don't actually. Now that I think about it, you know where I recognize her from obviously from that. But she was in the documentary on HBO, The Vow, about the Nexium cult because she was somebody that got corrupt and she was someone who um, it was kind of brought into that cult and then left and kind of turned against it. And, and I mean, that, that's real life. That's in real life. And they kept saying she was from um, uh, Revenge of the Sith. So yeah, there, there you go. There's uh, her <laughs> coming back reprising her role, uh, which is kind of wild. Um, wow, I just, it just clicked in my head as to why I recognize her. Uh, but man, I can't wait. I can't wait for Kenobi. Like it's, it's just going to be awesome. Now, they are referring it to as Obi-Wan Kenobi, not as Kenobi. So the show is officially titled Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, wow. <laughs> Just excited for it, man. Can you believe it's happening? Like, the fact that Hayden is coming back to play as Anakin. Like, are we going to see him at all as tore up Vader? I mean, this is 10 years after those events. So, by that point, I mean, he's full on Vader. I mean, there's a lot of canonical things in the comics right now. So, we can place him as being Vader. He's going to be putting that suit on. Like, is the mask going to come off? So much speculation about what that show is going to be. I can't wait to see it. Uh, all right, let's stop there guys. Enough for today. Uh, big thanks as always to Gamer Goo for continuing to support the show. Gamer Goo that anti-perspirant for your hands gives you up to 4 hours of non-sweaty gamer hand coverage. Head over to gamergoo.com, you can check out all the scents over there including the peppermint, the orange, the teakwood, the cherry blossom and the latest the beach breeze. And if you are going to purchase some, be sure to use my code at checkout, T-E-L, as in The Enthusiast Life. Save yourself 10% off your order today. Again, that's GamerGoo.com. Use my promo code TEL, T-E-L, and save yourself 10% off your order today. Well, guys, that's going to do it for me. Have a great rest of your day. And until tomorrow, we'll catch you next time.